Hey, 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 and welcome to this week's edition of Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. You know what I love the most about having this show? Well, apart from the fact that I finally got to have my own show, I get to live my life purpose by meeting people that are so in love with their work. They're so on fire for what they do and they're so damn passionate. And guess what? Their passion comes from their God-given calling. But what if I was to tell you that a big part of the greatest challenges and adversities you've ever had in your life are the contributing factor towards your God-given purpose. That's right. And as I roll out the red carpet and I bring on these incredible, gifted business coaches, healers, leaders and entrepreneurs, The one thing everyone has in common, because it's a prerequisite before they come on this show, is that they are 100% authentic and they are dedicated and they are truly, truly committed to giving the greatest service on this planet. Not just because it's a job, a nine to five daily job and a grind and a hustle, That's not why they're doing it. These people are like-minded people like myself. They're probably not disciplined enough even to be in the normal nine to five, although this specific lady would have to have a lot more discipline than me. You see, she comes from the construction project management industry. So she has been managing many different highly anointed and appointed people that are building schools and government departments. And, you know, she has that applied science behind what she is doing. So why does a woman like this suddenly become a certified coach of conscious parenting? Well, in this lady's case, just like every person I bring on the show, they each have their own individual point of difference. They have their own mechanism of what truly is their conviction. And like I said, the conviction and the mission and the vision comes deep from your own wounds. It's when you can turn those wounds behind the story of your life into the glory. And this is exactly what we are about to bring to you right now. So Alida Thorman is a certified parenting coach and she has been taught by Dr. Shafali, who was also a bestseller author and has been on Oprah Winfrey shows multiple times. 
So it just goes to show guys, you know what I also really, really love about this specific queen that I'm bringing on board? She has that ability to combine her own teachings of the facilitation and project management of where she comes from in that organized background and she applies it to parenting and resetting and reparenting yourself so you can become the greatest version of yourself. She puts the teaching of Western psychology and blends it with the Eastern philosophy. And I absolutely love that because what it means for you is you're going to get the best of both worlds. So I want you to sit back and I want you to get yourself comfortable. And as this lady with the beautiful accent all the way from Switzerland brings you her incredible gift and she really expounds on the way that parenting can be completely reset by simply going back to your own childhood and resetting and resolving a lot of your own wounds from your past. You see, we all have the stories from our parents and then their parents and their parents' parents. So what happens then is that we are equipped to only give what we already have. But what happens when we don't have it? Like my husband says, you can't give away anything you haven't got. In this story, you're going to learn how the gorgeous Alida, who is a beautiful woman, an intelligent mother, parent, loving and supportive, actually locked herself in a room with her infant while crying while there was an hysterical toddler on the other side of the door. But these are the things that so many parents experience in their own lives and by no fault. It's just that sometimes we don't always have the resources. A leader's going to bring you her incredible knowledge, her incredible dedication of what she brings to the table to help you to move to the next level. So I want you to enjoy this and know that you can be the legacy in your generation. You can stop any of the generational curses right here and now, and you can recreate, reset, and re-empower your life. So let's go, let's interview the beautiful Alida Thurman, all the way from Switzerland. Well, hello, hello, and we have the amazing Alida here, who is in for your amazing, most powerful motherhood journey to resetting. So if you are ready to reset yourself, 
as a parent, if you are ready to raise your consciousness and belief system, you are going to love hearing about how you can come back to the heart of reparenting and being the legacy in your family, in your home and your entire life. Hello, Alita, how are you? Hi, Terry. I'm, uh, I'm great and I'm truly grateful to have the privilege to be able to talk about my favorite topic, a topic I'm very passionate about in front of your amazing audience. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being here and it's always a pleasure. So, I mean, it's amazing how so many people find their God-given purpose through their own life experience where something has happened in their own life and it's rocked them, it's rocked their entire universe and then it's kind of brought them into this I guess this this new this whole new breakthrough of where they break through to the other side and uh, as a result it brings them to life it's like there's this magic that happens from their kind of like their darkest shadow so tell me about your coaching service to parents and yeah just enlarge a little bit about how it's helping so many people yes yeah, so i'm a, as you said i'm a conscious parenting coach and i support moms uh, on the parenting journey because the parenting journey it's really it is a wild ride but it's also an incredible rewarding ride and I help them to find not only their balance again, because as we all know, like the arrival of a baby can throw us out of balance quite in a drastic way, but also to find themselves again, because that's what children are here to do. They're our greatest awakeners. And if we take the leap, we can use it to improve our life in a massive way. And... Uh, yeah, I empower them to find that confidence, that fulfillment, that presence and that joy that they're seeking in parenting, but also in all over aspects of their life. Because let's face it, when we have a baby, it is a new life. It's like a new baby, but it's also a new mother. And uh, yeah, because it's all interconnected, like... A baby is changing not only a woman's body, but also her marriage, her priorities, her career, her home, her fears, her sleep, her routine, her home, her relationships, it changed her life. And uh, yeah, I think we are not prepared for that. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, there is no manual that comes with having children and nobody needs to even have a license. And yet, exactly. you know, uh, I know from my own experience, Alita, that I was an unfortunate person in the sense that when I had children, I wasn't able to give my absolute best. Like if I could go back today and be the conscious mother that I am in this mindset where I could give them so much more and be present with them, it would just be incredible. I know that was not meant to be my journey, but I know for a fact you know, after going into postnatal depression in a very, very severe way, 
having a nervous breakdown and completely losing my identity um, that so many people out there need to hear what they can do when motherhood does you know, arrive at your doorstep, whether it's already happened or whether you are preparing for it. So I love to always ask the question, I've given you a little bit of scope about, you know, what happened way back when I became a parent. But obviously, there's always a backstory behind every person's passion. So that especially in Terry Messenger's Genius Zone. So tell me a little bit about your backstory. What happened to you, Alita, when you became a parent? And perhaps you can walk us through um, that dark night of the soul. Yes. So I have two children. I have at the moment a four-year-old and a one-year-old. And I think that when my first child, I was pretty blessed because um it all went smooth like uh I was it was kind of easy for me with this uh, with this first born and uh, everything was I had the impression I can manage it all and it's it's pretty easy but then it's it hit me hard when the second one was born because also the relationship with my first born was like really strong and nice and uh, when my second one was born, it, it changed it all. Like, of course, it was a revolution when my first born was was uh, was born. But I went through the the dark night of the soul in uh, with my my second child, and uh, it was because of this shift of relationship with with my first born. And uh, it happened that it was it was pretty innocent, but I remember. A scene where my um, I was trying to put my baby to bed during the day, and uh, he was exhausted. He wanted to fall asleep, and he would fall asleep. And as soon as I w- wanted to put him into the bed, my older one would scream in my wake. And I wouldn't understand why he does that because I was trying to explain him when the baby is sleeping, I have time for him, but he just wanted him to be awake and uh, it came so far that this ta- this day that I really remember this moment that I locked myself in my room I was sitting on the bed with my baby in my arms he was crying he was exhausted he just wanted to sleep and I was exhausted and I was crying too because I was just lost I didn't know how to handle the situation and in that moment then I locked the door and I locked my four-year-old out of the door. And I was sitting on this bed, I was crying, and I realized I'm doing something wrong. I'm wrong. It's not the behavior of my child, but it's me. And then through conscious parenting and through um, kind of working on, 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 this, on this situation, I realized that it's never the behavior. It's always the emotion behind the behavior. And... I was not taking into account the emotion, the needs of my of my four year old, and uh, yeah, I was kind of not addressing his needs, but I was really also judging his behavior. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that to me? 
And that's, mm. that was not the point. It's about turning it around and what does he need from me in that moment. Um, Absolutely. And look, you know, so many women, they do find themselves in that situation uh, because you cannot give anything that you don't have yourself. So if you're not feeling enough love, if you're not feeling that that sense of support, that sense of, you know, that that whole, you know, that 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 whole paradigm of what we need in order to give it to that baby, then it comes through in triggers. So obviously, you know, you felt quite frustrated and you were obviously really at the end of your tether. What would you describe? Like if you were going to put an emotion on that, what would you describe that emotional, you know, feeling that you felt when you were going through that, you know, holding your baby, locking your son, you know, outside of the room so you could get some of that, you know, peace and have that survivalship. What was actually, what was the feeling inside your body? Yeah, I was overwhelmed. For sure I was overwhelmed and I was lost because you need to imagine my four-year-old, he was locked out and he was like knocking on the door and he was screaming, like he was really screaming and, uh, and yeah, trying to, he just wanted to get in. Right. So that was for me, like was just then overwhelming and I, and I was lost. I didn't know what to do because with his behavior, he was kind of making the baby scream even more. And, uh, and I was also like escalating. Yeah. Escalating the problem. And look, you know, in a woman's life, what does she go through? Like, what are some of the things she notices starts to go? I guess in that slow decline, like, you know, sometimes when people end up in a spiral, they don't realize that it actually happens. It starts off somewhere. And then it's, it's almost like a small, little compound effect that slowly, slowly, slowly takes people if they're not conscious of, you know, where they're at. And this is what we're going to be speaking about, how to become more conscious and aware. But what are some of the things that start to really uh, go down in people's lives and where it affects them uh, as a result? I think it's really if you concentrate on the behavior and that on the fact that the problem is the child, then you go into like a spiral. I need to fix it. I need to change. I need to kind of scream at him or punish him. Or And by doing that, the situation is going to get worse and worse because that's exactly mm. what they need. They need a connection. They need us to be... Um, like to show them compassion, to show them our love and to, yeah, to get uh, this, this connection with them. Because otherwise, if we push them away by like screaming among them, punishing them, pushing them away, then the distance is going to be and bigger and bigger. And yeah. And, and that's where I feel like the guilt comes into place, you know, yeah. then, you know, the guilt comes so what did you feel? Like what was what were some of the feelings that you were going through every day while you were locked in that old story and that old paradigm? Yeah, I, like 
the awakening was realizing that I was wrong and not and not my child. But then the question are okay, what what now? What is like the right pathway or what is the right thing to do? Because um, yeah, if you put it on on your child, then you're getting more and more um, ha- like pushing harder, harder on them with like uh, um, measure that you take to try them to make them uh, function the way you want for your yes. uh, best interest. Yes, and, uh, that's uh, it's, it becomes like a real control thing, doesn't it? Where you yeah. just you know, and it's interesting when you just let go and you just surrender and you release. But I think you know as well as I do that these kind of components are really within ourselves. It's really got nothing to do with the child. The child is only a reflection of us and what we are mirroring. So when you look at yourself, were you able to track back where, you know, these kind of feelings actually came from? Yeah, at, at the end of the day, it always go back to your to your own childhood. And uh, I think it's, yeah, this, uh, this kind of disconnection that you have, uh, that you have inside that comes from generation uh, back that are kind of given from one uh, generation to the other and then are imprinted into your uh, your system and it's the, the way that you react automatically when you're triggered. Yes, it's like a DNA blueprint, right? Exactly. So I usually, I can usually see that it, there's three main points even though for many people it's a lot more than that but you know there's three main points that uh that significant emotional event being like obviously that moment where you locked your uh child outside of the room where you were holding your baby and crying right so that was like the moment where you obviously had that okay this can't go on you know it's got to stop And this is what I feel is so important. People don't have to get to that breaking point, but the fact is that this is why we have coaches, right, so we can stand on the shoulders of people who have already gone before us. So could you see a bit of a pattern playing out from your own childhood with your parents? Yeah, probably is like that moment where I locked him out, I was not emotionally available for him. I was not uh, not there for him. I was not understanding his needs um, because I didn't have this ability. I didn't have uh, the knowledge, the tool, and uh, the the consciousness. And I think that's yeah, what happened to me also in my in my childhood that my parents were physically around a lot but maybe not always as present in an emotional way Um, yes yes isn't that amazing like a person can be there but if they're not present and again it's almost like well what if they could have given you that presence. Like even the most well-meaning parents, they care deeply. I mean, I can relate to that. 
um, where, you know, quite often I would sense that my mother wasn't present when I was, you know, around the age of six. And I know we came over from Melbourne and it was a very lonely time for her and she was a young mother in her 30s. And so what that meant for me is that I was picking up and even I sensed, I sensed a lot of the triggers of going back to that feeling of the lonely child, you know, and really that loneliness that I had and I felt and that would come up in me as an adult was really a mirror reflection of what my mother was going through, you know. And so it's incredible how when you go back and you actually go to the very beginning of time and you kind of lift that up and you look at giving that person what they required. So what do you feel, you know, that you were able to give yourself as a conscious coach, parenting, you know, helping people to parent with conscious parenting skills? What were you able to give yourself as a child so that you could move into the future and then give it to your own children? It's about the the process of reparent yourself is once you kind of realize um, that that's needed, that you need to heal your childhood wounds and break this generational pattern, then you can start working on yourself and uh, kind of cut the cord um, and uh, yeah, raise your level of consciousness. And uh, that's a process where when you kind of cut the cord from your own parents and forget for what they did because they did the best they could with their level of consciousness and you kind of release them and take over. You take responsibility and, uh, yeah, you become whole again. So, like, in our childhood to survive to the, the way we are kind of treated, we... We put on this mask, this, iso, this uh, ego mask to survive, like to please others, to conform to the way they want us to be. Because a child, the only thing a child wants is the love from their parents. And when they realize I'm not good enough or I'm not good the way I am, they want me to be like this or they sense, ah, they're happy when I do this or they're happy when I'm like this, then we mold the way they want us to be. And we put on this uh, this ego mask to protect to protect our inner child. And reparenting means actually to recognize this mask and put them down, and uh, to kind of to take over this protection of the ego mask and uh, to kind of release this um, uh, this protection and take over and and uh, rise. And as as the inner parent is like this inner um conversation that you are you're having where you kind of release you shush this voice of the ego and and you take over um with your authenticity with your uh, authentic self with your inner knowing that's so good i love that that's um you know it's incredible isn't it how we uh go about our lives just allowing us ourselves to get triggered allowing ourselves to have all these emotions that come up 
And even though it's a natural, normal part of our life, why don't they teach it in schools? Like when you think about it, can you imagine if they brought it into schools, you know, how to be consciously aware of your own emotions, how to be consciously tuned in to what belongs to you and what doesn't and how to embrace it and then surrender to it and release it and let it go. But, you know, they also teach you to use your imagination in school. Imagine using your imagination to reparent yourself. So can you give me an example of a case where, you know, you have reparented yourself and what you have done in your own mind's eye or perhaps what you've done with a client where you've been able to, you know, go back and and give them that kind of gift. Uh, What kind of things are they installing and implementing in their life that is new and resourceful? Yeah, what I usually do, like the process we go through is like we less like we go in the past and we see what happened but everything that happened in the past is reflected in the present moment is is reflected in our daily life so at the end of the day we kind of look at what are the things that are dysfunctional in in our reality and that's where we start because sometimes people it's difficult to take them back. They are resistant to go back in childhood. So what we do is we look, okay, in the present moment, in your reality, in your day-to-day life, where are the dysfunction? Where are the problems? And sometimes it's also not even only in parenting, but it can be in a relationship or a, or a, or at work. It can show up in different uh, in different places. And then we look at that and we deconstruct. And at the end, you it always go back, go back to, to childhood, but we do the link like that. And then we look how we can then solve the problem or uh, improve the situation in, uh, in the actual life. But what we do is also like uh, we recognize because every person has this split inside between uh, these two voices in uh, in our head so between like this ego voice and this authentic self um, because the ego voice is the voice of the conditioning of the false and limiting beliefs and then there is the voice of the inner knowing and we kind of shine a light like we we the we find out this or we shed a light on these two two voices we bring them to the awareness. So when we become conscious, then we can work on it. We can do something about it. We can change. We can heal. And, uh, yeah, then we try to to look at this conversation between these two voices that are normally kind of having a, a conflict inside our head. And uh, instead of feeding this, this, uh, this conflict, we kind of try to uh, uh, give 
uh, acknowledge to this ego voice. I know you want it this way. I understand you want to protect me or to help me. You want to keep me safe. And by doing that, by giving him like this uh, acknowledgement, it uh, we silence it because we mm. tell him like we know, but you are not needed. And uh, because you cannot kind of turn it off, but you can sign silence in and kind of yes. have it under control that the moment that it arises, we are able to shush it. And by kind of silencing it, automatically then the other voice gets more power, the voice of the authentic self of the inner knowing, and it's kind of empowered to step in, to take over and to speak up. So it's like this balance between these two voices inside, but first you need to recognize them and then go through this uh, this process because often we want to battle the one to get like stronger, but that's, yeah, that's not working because if you, you attack someone, they're going to attack back even, yes. even uh, stronger and louder. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's maybe not, uh, doesn't come firsthand, but, uh, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty important to go the right. Uh, it's powerful. Right and yeah. And, and just listening to this. So, so you call yourself that conscious parenting coach. So is your coaching, so the way you go about it, do you go through this with them through sort of speaking to them and coaching them through it and uh, visualisation or do you use any kind of form of closed eye meditation or anything like that or is it just really more the logical speaking to them and really getting them to acknowledge it while they're quite lucid? It's a, it's a mix of both. Like it's really like a toolbox of a lot of, of, uh, yeah, tools that strategy that I can apply. And then it really depends case to case and, uh, which are like the struggles or which is the story. Then we then apply one of these strategies. There is no like one fits all, but it's a, a really about what this person needs in that moment. And then we go, we go with that. I um, love and that. It's, uh, oh, yes. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a mixture of both. Like we go with, uh, with raising the consciousness, but we also do it through, uh, through meditation or, or uh, going back in time. Like, yeah, it's, uh, it's really what, what that person needs in, in that moment because it's also the way they show up in the session. And then we look, what do they need right now? I lo- it's so good. I love how you also were saying shining the light on both sides, like shining the light on obviously the p- person that they want to unleash and peel away all the layers and all the mask and all the, you know, my husband calls it an onion, you know, just peeling away yeah. all the onion layers until it, you're getting to the core authentic you know, side, because all the parts that people play out, they're not you, they're not who you are. You are not as a result of the parts you play. You are a a soul, you are, you know, your most miraculous part is within your authenticity. 
So when you're looking at the other side with all the parts and all the baggage and all that stuff that's been weighing them down, I love how you spoke about shining the light on both sides between that part that was the ego and that part that can be their pure soul imprint, you know, of being that conscious person, being the best parent, the best partner, the best friend and operating in their life, right? Because, you know, what's really important too is like this is a completely different metaphor, but my son at the moment wants to actually quit biting his nails, And, of course, there's two sides, right? He didn't come out into the world biting his nails. I can tell you that (laughs) for a fact. It was a habit. And, like, these parts are just habits, right? We accumulate them as we grow up and they come from our learning and the stories and all the things. But one of the things that I said to him, which I believe really taps into the magic of what you were just saying, is I said to him, the first thing you've got to understand when you are quitting biting your nails is that there was a purpose and a higher purpose for the reason you were doing it in the first place. And it's not a case of just beating yourself up and saying, oh, I've got to do this and, you know, this is what I should be doing and shooting all over yourself, as Anthony Robbins puts it, but it's more about acknowledging, hey, This was a part of me, that's what I was doing, but you know what? This is what I want to be. This is who I am and this is what means so much more to me now. And I guess in that, you know, I guess that's a little bit of an expanded um, kind of metaphor but on a completely different realm. But when you're looking at the shadow self, and the, the part that's got the ego and then looking at that soulful self where it's the authentic part, it's almost like you've got to dance with your shadow before you kind of like em, embrace that, you know, that one united person. So you've got a program that is coming up and I believe you do run it uh, consistently so that if people want to jump on, I believe that you're able to meet them where they're at um, from either one-on-one or, you know, and also in a group, uh, very, you know, exclusive container and it's called the Motherhood Reset. Can you go into detail about what are perhaps the three values that you really apply through this reset program that you're offering. Yeah, I would just like to make a little introduction because why I choose uh, I choose this because I think that as I was explaining before, like we have the birth of a child, but we also have a birth of a mother, and uh, with this birth of this mother, it's an identity shift. And, uh, yeah, it's maybe the biggest that we will ever experience. And, um, yeah, and in my eyes, it's just not emphasized enough that becoming a mother is a process. It's not that the day our, day our child is born, we are a mother, but we become a mother. 
and that's kind of also the cha- the kind of support that I want to give uh, this uh, this also acceptance and this support on uh, becoming a mother and um, yeah, it's also called motherhood reset because as I said before uh, becoming a mother it touches on all of uh, a lot of areas of our life and uh, so we need to take into account that we need to kind of reset them all like we need to um, start over in in all of these aspects kind of, kind of once again and uh, in my program it's um, uh, it's in three parts and the first part uh, uh, one of them like a very important part is uh, about the awakening and it's about the mindset um, about uh, like the base or the framework we need to to uh, to go ahead and uh, it's about raising the the consciousness and waking up from from the matrix and also replacing our limiting and uh, beliefs uh, with new empowering beliefs um, wow that's amazing so that's uh, that's like the first element of where you're really kind of um, bringing them in and getting them to wake up to that so that's the awakening what's the second part the second part is actually the healing it's where we do the work like this inner work of reparenting that I was talking before and we work also with meditations and we also look at the, these generational patterns and that uh, need to be bro- broken so uh, we look at what are the um, this kind of reaction that we have automatically or how do that we function and uh, why it is like that and how we can uh, change it. Wow, that's amazing. So it's kind of like the sandwich. You've got the awakening yeah. followed by that, all the healing that's in the centre. And what's, uh, what's the conclusion? What's the third part? Yeah, the third part is the thriving and it's like really kind of being in flow. And here we give like the tools on how to achieve it after having done the, the, the inner work, the healing. And it's about uh, mastering emotional regulation, for example, or uh, doing self-care and uh, getting all of these habits that we need in order to be able to also live a fulfilled life and kind of being the best version for ourselves and for our children. Wow, that is beautiful. And what I love is that your program is offered so that it's 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 moving obviously rolling over you know three months every three months you know over the year so people can kind of come on board they can have it so that it's personalized one-on-one plus they can have the community support which i believe this is this is a really important piece because um did you say the program is over three months yeah exactly yeah. Yep. Yep. So if you know, giving them that three months where you're getting all of these really big shifts in your life from, you know, the awakening right through to where you're taking them, where they're just becoming this very enlightened person. And, you know, I think one of the biggest lacks that we find is that 
people might go and see a counsellor, for example, or they might go and see a psychologist. Um, they go in there, they tell them their problem, and one hour later they're gone until their next appointment. And they're kind of just going around and around and around. And there is a definite place and space for it. Don't get me wrong, because I actually serve a lot of psychologists and counsellors. But what I'm loving about the coaches coming through here, this container, is the fact that not only are you supporting them with this amazing program where they can go through for three months, you're giving them one-on-one, -on -one, but you're giving them daily support. So that daily uh, support where they can, you know, have you in their back pocket and say, you know, this happened to me today, um, you know, what can you obviously recommend? And I feel that that is absolutely priceless. So it goes for three months, right? Yes. And you're offering, uh, with that, you're offering around eight powerful sessions where mm -hmm. they can join you. Um, and then, of course, they're getting the daily uh, support in Voxer. And, you know, and plus they can have the one-on-one. -on -one. So that's incredible. So what can this woman expect to feel when she sort of comes out through the container, like she comes in and she's obviously in that typical kind of situation where she's been triggered, she hasn't been aware of what's been going on, she's lost her identity, lost her mojo, she feels exhausted. What happens to her as she's coming out on the other side? Yeah, I think she really feels empowered and uh, confident and uh, fulfilled she has like these tools and kind of she knows and that's like the power like the knowledge of knowing what to do or uh, how to like respond instead of react but also um how to really enjoy these uh these uh this parenting um um journey but also like her life in in uh in her life because we are going to look at all of these aspects like for example health and the relationship their wealth their purpose their career so it's really um it's not only about parenting it's about all of this aspect of their life where we improve them in order to be able to to thrive so it's um a lot of of, of power confidence and uh Wow. So it's going from surviving to thriving. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. So I love that. So eight full sessions, raise your consciousness, you know, your belief system alignment. And, you know, it is true. I can absolutely vouch that when you are really looking at, like, obviously the target audience here for a leader is mums and new mothers, mothers that perhaps have got children and they really want to empower their lives. They want to re-empower their lives. They want to get to know who they are. And once you find yourself and you become a conscious parent not only will you be able to align your belief system, not only will you be able to impact the way you parent your children, 
simply because of all of those elements that a leader has just spoken about. But it's going to have a domino effect on your health, your wealth, your relationships, your career. And of course, you know, life purpose, do you feel that they tend to know who they are in their life purpose as a result of this? Yeah, absolutely. It's like discovering the, the true self, your essence, and uh, also why you're here and uh, what's really meaningful to, to you. So beautiful. And I believe that we have a special uh, to offer. And because, you know, this is timeless, so this is something, this is a leader's heart. This is her soul. This is something that she has the experience. She has the validation in all of the processes that she's taking you through and she is so dynamically passionate about what she's doing. So, you know, whenever you're hearing this, you can be assured that you can come into the motherhood reset and because it's timeless, she is offering 25% off a one-on-one session so that's while you're inside the program you can take advantage of that you simply quote this podcast and she will give you that amazing um, special and is there anything else you want to share with our audience is there any last words from you that you'd like to bring in closing yeah I want to like empower all women out there to put themselves first because they are the most important person in their life and their happiness, their fulfillment is the most important thing because only when you are happy and fulfilled, you can give. Only when you love yourself, you can love others. And that's why you need to make yourself a priority and also to give yourself the credit to invest on on yourself because by investing on yourself the ripple effect for everyone else around you is just invaluable and um, yeah it can impact also generations to come if you work on yourself and you work on these topics then uh, it will influence the generations to come so the ripple effect is huge oh i love it So you're launching your legacy. So be the legacy that stands in your, in your space and cut the ties of all that generational junk from your trunk so that your children, those people you influence, those people you impact will experience this incredible ripple effect. Thank you so much, Alita. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. And for those listening, make sure you check the link because there will be a link so you can connect directly with Alita. And, um, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you here. Thank you, Terry. Thank you so much. Much love to everyone. Thank you for listening to our show. And if you want to know how to tap into your zone of genius, or if you have a gift that you want to platform to the world, go to my website, terrymessenger.com. And where it says Elite Crown Master Key, click on book a free discovery session and we will map out your road to success.